Let's go first to a naysayer. Greg is on the line. Hey, Greg, welcome to the program. And what's on your mind? How you doing today, Lars? I'm doing very well for a Friday. It's uh, it's it's a great day to be in America, and more more Americans are going to find jobs under this president than the last one. Okay. Well, a couple of things more on my mind. Believe it or not, I've been a longtime listener. Not saying I necessarily always agree with you. Thank you. But this is more of kind of a critique, hypothetical oh, situation, okay. I suppose. So let's say you know back in 2009 when Barack Obama became president, do you think if Michelle? owned a tower in Chicago, or let's say the Obamas did, do you think you'd be singing a different tune if Michelle Obama didn't want to move into the White House with Barack and us taxpayers were kind of stuck paying, oh, I don't know, 500000 a day? And another hypothetical, do you think that you would have the same opinion you have today about Trump's Yemen raid compared to, let's say, if Hillary won? Do you think that you'd be singing a different tune? I don't think so. Well, let me, let me put it this way. I, could, I do get concerned about the security cost of presidents, but it's part of the cost of having a president is to supply the security okay. needs of their family. Now, I did take issue with President Obama doing things like having two airplanes fly his family yes. to Hawaii instead yep. of one, like his wife going off to Vail, Colorado for a ski vacation that was quite costly, or flying down to Florida for either a day or two days so he could go golfing with Tiger Woods, I thought those were frivolous. Sure. Whereas, you know, the current president, do I support the current president? Absolutely. Uh, would it be well, cheaper? I know you do. Would, would it be cheaper if he went to Camp David than to Mar-a-Lago? Yes. Yeah, it would. But this is this president, and I think this president's going to do a lot of good for America. Uh, as far as Yemen goes— you're thinking that I would have been more critical of Hillary because we lost one of our service members. He died in the line of duty uh, on during top a raid. Of that, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Trump, Steve Bannon, and Trump's father or uh, son-in-law sign off on the raid like during dinner? Well, his son-in-law. I mean, Jer- I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Well, hold on, but I hold think on. Hillary had none his- of that. Okay. Well, you asked me a question. I was trying to answer it. Jared Kushner has become an advisor to the president. I don't find a problem with that. Kushner sounds like one of the smartest guys around, and he doesn't have to walk around and tell everybody how smart he is the way Obama used to do. Uh, he just quietly sure. sits in the background and offers useful advice, and apparently his father-in-law thinks his advice is worthwhile. I don't frankly fall- Yeah, I understand that, but he- the Lars Larson I've listened to for over a decade, I think that if the shoe is on the other foot, if three people that had no military experience signed up on that and set our troops into harm's way. Well, hold on. Nobody, nobody sent troops into harm's way except the commander-in-chief, and that's the president, because Jared Kushner has no role in sending troops into harm's way. Now, if the president chooses to talk to people, and especially about the various different aspects of military action, he's got to talk to his generals, and it seems he pays attention to his generals. He's got to talk about the domestic political you know, ramifications of various raids, so he's going to talk to Bannon. He's going to talk to Kushner. I don't see the problem with that. Why would I? You, um, you well, seem you know, to think again, I should I have a problem with it. Shoe, if the shoe was on the other foot, people well, would what other foot? What other foot? Uh, I'm just trying to say if Hillary had won, if a Democrat had won, I think you would be... God forbid. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I no. didn't think. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We had to blow look, up. The plane I, look, that I, was hold on. I've been million. I've been critical of President Trump on a se- on several major issues since January 20th. I would have also been critical of Hillary, but because Hillary's, you know, her whole approach. You seem to think that this is about personalities, and that because I like 
President Trump, and I didn't particularly like Hillary Clinton, uh, and nor do I like her sleaziness or the kinds of activities she's been involved in, the kinds of crimes she's committed, the people she left behind to die in Benghazi. Yes, I've got a problem with her, but it's almost all on substance and policy and not about whether I like somebody or don't like somebody. I don't like the fact that President Trump right now is not pressing the, the Republicans to add to their plan on replacing Obamacare, some specific elements that even he mentioned on the campaign trail, and I've faulted him for it on the air. But what is it you you think, you seem to think you know how I would have reacted to Hillary Clinton. I don't think you do. Um, you're, you're trying... Uh, you know, again, I, 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 I listen to you almost daily and have for over a decade. For example, um, you were pretty hard on Michelle Obama, said that she wasn't American enough, kind of didn't have the best viewpoint. No, she had a lousy viewpoint one. about our country. She said... Yeah. Let me quote Michelle Obama, former first lady. America, and this was a broad general statement that she made in three different speeches on behalf of her husband. She said, America is a place that's just downright mean, where average people can't get ahead. And she didn't say it once. She said it three times, and it was off a script. So it wasn't by accident or misspeaking. And yet she comes from an average family, and she got ahead. And Barack Obama comes from a less-than-average family, a broken home, a deadbeat dad who ran away, a foster, a foster family, and growing up overseas. You know, he went to some elite schools, but he came from a less-than-average family, and both of them did very well. So it really pained me to hear Michelle Obama talking about how my country, a country I'm proud of, is a place that's just downright mean, where average people can't get ahead. America is full of average people who've become captains of industry, who've become billionaires, who've done amazing things, and they came from average backgrounds. And yet Michelle Obama wanted to badmouth the country to say, this is a bad country. And then she did the worst thing. She said, for the first time in her life, she was proud to be an American. And do you remember when that first time was the very first time she was proud to be an American? Do you remember? I'm, I'm going to guess after, became, after she became first lady. No, no. After her husband was nominated. All he had was the nomination. And she said it wasn't on the day that Reagan responded to the deaths of seven astronauts in the Challenger. It wasn't on the day that we responded to the terrorist attacks in New York and Pennsylvania and at the Pentagon. It wasn't on any of those other days. Apparently, for the first time in her life, she was proud to be an American because a political party had chosen her husband as its nominee. That was the very first time she was proud to be an American. I think Michelle Obama, since you brought her up, I, I don't bring her up, uh, is, a, is a person who dislikes America. And she said so loudly. And I resent it. And you're listening to The Lars Larson Show.